2: That is a harsh lesson in business.
3: Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together.
2: I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It
3: opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show
1: is called
2: the, the, Deal. Deal. the
3: Deal.
1: Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. I was a Flair guy, can I say? Yeah. <laughs> Don Russ. Yeah. <laughs> nobody <laughs> was a Don Russ Kings guy. No. Nobody.
3: No, nobody. It was Tops and then Fleer if you had to. Uh, well, welcome back into QL Daily, presented by BetMGM. That part of our conversation yesterday that I think started with Jake Berger and somehow circled around to Rob Deere. We'll get into Major League Baseball home run leaders in just a second. 30 days until opening day. We'll continue our countdown every single day, looking at a different market here on BetQL Daily. Live coast to coast on the BetQL network, wherever you may be in the world, we're in your Odyssey app. So take us with you, AUDACY. Anything you missed, well, you can download it later. Just search BetQL Daily, wherever you get your podcasts, and be sure to subscribe. You'll get up to date info as soon as it's posted. Lightning bets before we wrap up the show. And of course, two minute drill, because we've got to talk hoops, some interesting college basketball lines, and of course, a few more NBA games you might be interested in tonight as well. But let's focus on these major league baseball home run leaders, which again, started with a conversation about Jake Berger yesterday, but here we are uh, looking at some more notable names, uh, maybe not so far down the board. Um, I dove into, as I think you did this morning also, Joe, um, some of those interesting numbers in baseball savant, the stat cast numbers, right? The expected value or expected velocity, uh, EV 50, I think it's called um, stuff like that. Yes. Like I, I started to dive into it and then I came back to, you know what? Let's, let's play the hits. Let's look at barrel rate. Let's look at hard hit rate. Um, and, th- and, and maybe, you know, look for some low whiff percentages and strikeout rates. And that's where I started to come around on some of my names.
1: Yeah. I mean, the, these are the numbers that are the constants. When you look at your home run leader uh, last year, Matt Olson, where, where, where was he? 99% percentile exit velo, hard hit rate expected slugging was up there. And guess what? The year before expected slugging was, up there for judge too. exit Velo up there, barrel rate, hard hit rate. It's the same stats every year. So Mm -hmm. you want guys that that are going to pop in those categories. And that's why Jake Berger was brought up, I assume, (laughs) by Paul. Because number three in barrel rate last year, Jake Berger, who you guys want nothing to do with. Number three. Number one is Otani. Number two, Matt Chapman. And then number three, Berger. Now, for Jake Berger. I will say that uh, the the often injured burger does not pop anywhere else. Like he's not top 10 in any of those other categories. And that's why you're getting a ridiculous number. And you know, the, the amount of times that he's been able to put together full seasons. And by the way, he's, in most corners of the universe, a no-name guy. They don't know who Jake Berger is. I do because he was on no. the White Sox for so long, and he was a highly titled prospect for a while, and it just didn't work out here, and they eventually moved on. Um, it, you know, he popped at the end of last year, but he's hes in a small media market as well. So that's part of the reason that you're going to get a big number here. I'll say this. Looking over, the, looking over uh, some of these categories that you want to for this specific uh, home run leader, mm-hmm. there are – not a lot of guys where you could say, boy, that's a ton of value. We were going over some of the value plays in the golf tournament this weekend and in golf on yeah. a week to week basis, you can find that. But but the guys that do pop for home runs, like mean, most of them are twenty to one or shorter, aren't they?
3: Yeah, there's a couple that I had an eye on. So let's let's start from we there do. and maybe work our way up to the favorites. Um okay. like I see Corey Seeger, um oh, less than a sixteen percent strikeout rate. Over 15% barrels, uh, 25% whiff rate is solid, 53% hard hit, all quality numbers, and he's at 50 to 1. Um, that's, that one catches my eye, Corey Seager. Um, J-Rod, Julio Rodriguez at 55 to 1 is just a, a fun bet, I think. I don't know if I actually expect that to hold all season long. Some of the underlying metrics, I don't think back it up. And then I just went, I went way, way down with this one. Um, mm-hmm. Spencer Torkelson, 66 to 1. There we um, go. 11th, kind of Jake guy. 11th in hard Never hit rate. Never in a rate. million years. <laughs> not anymore. You quit on him? You guys broke up? You quit Spencer?
2: Just not in that park? Yeah. yeah. 11th games
3: hard hit rate, 14% barrel, under 25% whiff. Guy makes a lot of contact and makes hard contact. So um, when I looked down the board, those were the names I saw. Names like Seeger and Torkelson. All
1: right. I circled three names because uh, I'm looking for value at this. If I'm making a bet on this before the season starts, I'm looking for value. There's no way in hell I'm going to bet on a right. guy that's like 15 to 1. Not interested. We could talk about some of those names that people are, are going to bet and maybe they should be in the conversation. I'm not interested, but that's fine. <sighs> Burger's one of them. One of the other three that I circled is Corey Seeger. So <laughs> I'm with you. Yeah, I landed yeah. on Seager. I see a 65 out there for Corey Seager. And yeah, he does Here pop in a lot of these categories. Top 10 in hard hit rate, expected slugging, exit velo last year. He has 33 home runs in back to back seasons. Last year, he had 33 home runs in 119 games. So didn't even put together a full season for you and he was still popping yeah if you look at his Statcast page man he's up there in all of these i yeah i'm liking seeker more and more the more i look at it i think that makes a lot of sense and, and like i mentioned not a ton of guys with value so it's 65 you have yeah. my attention. Another one that doesn't pop in as many categories, and maybe it's because of the big playoffs, such a big story. But he's up there, and it's a good number at 45 to 1. Anybody interested in Adoles Garcia?
0: I feel like I you guys thought have about every person I've written down, which is good. We're all
3: aligned.
1: We're on okay. the same page then. Well, because, like, yeah, I, I, and, so we're looking at the same stuff, like the research wise, we had the same process, yeah. probably.
3: Yeah. Yeah. And and I think Garcia for in in that lineup, what I mean, I see it as high as 80 to one in some spots. Is that right? Really? I mean, so I yeah. saw
0: that, too. But then I went to the place where uh, that was supposed to be. It's a 40. But, yeah, I okay. was running to but that. But still, place when I saw the some 80.
3: 50s, yeah. still yeah. some 50s and some 65s, I think, out there. Um so, good value and a guy that, like, he's so streaky, though. Like, he could hit 35 before the break or conversely hit 12 before the break. You know what I mean? like It's just, I don't know with Garcia if I trust the production to last consistently enough. Um, Like, he'll yeah. go through spans where he just, he doesn't, he doesn't make as much contact. And that that's fine. I, three true outcome guys are, are good for this exercise too. Um, he'll go through a month, a month and a half where he's a three true outcome guy.
1: Yeah. I I don't mind that though because you need that. If you're going to be the home run leader, you need a month where you snap. I know you're talking about the downside. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. that he's. But maybe there's a chance where he can just have one of those funky years where he doesn't have that bad month. Um, But he's got the upside, which is exactly what you're looking for, uh, something like this. So maybe don't mind it. I mean, hey, geez, it's crazy to say that just a couple of years ago, Salvi Perez was a home run leader. Why? Because he snapped at the end of the year. He went off.
3: Right.
0: I can tell you how the Garcia thing is going to go, Chris, and it's kind of how you laid out. It's going to hit like 30 in the first half of the season. He's going to go to the home run derby. And then he's going to oh, hit like here five we go. in the second half of the yeah. season. So what happened Paul's with Schwarber hurt, two years ago? Man, we were he That's holding game a beautiful right ticket. There. Yep. Yeah, on Kyle Schwarber. 12 to um, 1 now. No thanks. I know, right? We got a 52 yeah. years ago, and it was all thanks to Aaron Judge's, like, historic year that that
3: didn't get there. Mm-hmm. So, do, so Paul, you're, you've got all the same long names written down, Garcia, Seeger. Torkelson.
0: Torkelson. The, I mean, that's pretty much the list. And, I mean, and obviously Burger, the Burgerman. man. Um, I will say, like, I'm not, even though we talked about Burger, and we're talking about these guys today, like, I don't see any reason to bet these until, like, right before opening day. Who knows? Someone pulls a hammy in spring training or whatever. Right. Um, sure. But, yeah, other than that, I mean, is Harper worth, like, a 40? Like, that's kind of interesting. And he actually, like, some, if you look at some of these, he pops a little bit more then like even Schwarber.
3: Um, yeah. The tangible categories. of having de- the, his pos- defensive positioning settled, right? Like he knows he's locked in at first base. Now, does that, did that distract him at, at all? I mean, if, if you buy into that at the plate last year, maybe. Um, I think Harper's good enough that that wouldn't distract him, but eh, you can make the argument. Um, If he gets a full healthy season and he's only playing first base and occasionally DHing, like, that's the ability to really lock in at the plate. And now that first base is kind of in his back pocket. I can see that. 40. That so that's park. a decent number. Ooh. Yeah. I gotta uh I gotta ask Jake about
1: this one because it's his guy. And he's won some money with him. Any chance that at some point in the season Gunnar Henderson's up there?
2: Hmm. I mean, there's the chance, but that like that park is just brutal
1: and used to
0: be yeah. so nice. It used there.
2: to be great. And now it's just, I, I can't with that park.
1: It's one fifty. It's the only reason I ask
0: a guy that we talked about last year. So I said this to Jake earlier. I'm so glad Matt Chapman is not on a team because he pops in all these categories and we oh, did this. Yeah. Thing the number would suck. Just, yeah, it, yeah. I think the number He's would just suck. a doubles guy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, mean, I had Robert has,
1: early in the year and I was very happy. Yeah. And then, yeah. Yeah. Just went yeah.
0: away. <laughs> we he went through the cold streak we knew he was going to go through, and it was like a four month cold streak. uh Luis Robert is another guy we've talked. We talked about like I think halfway through the season because he was kind of in the mix. But who the who the hell is protecting him? Like I would just pitch. He's just going to get pitched around, yeah. right? He's not going to see anything. No, and then he's going to get so nobody too. that too. So
1: right, well, so, so nobody hits home runs on that team. He might get traded to a great situation or that, great that's park factors.
2: True. I mean, if he gets
0: traded to Houston. <laughs> oh, yeah.
3: Well, yeah, that's, that's done. Book it.
0: Um, um JD Martinez is another guy. Is he on a team? Nope. Oh, yeah. no. I okay. couldn't so find
1: getting... a number. Yeah. He popped okay. in a couple categories, but I didn't find a number either.
0: Yeah. So no. All yeah. these guys that aren't on teams, yeah. like there aren't numbers See, like Chapman, Martinez.
3: It's. Okay, so do we like anybody short? Like the shortest I get, the shortest I find myself kind of liking is Acuna at 20 to 1 just because of all the metrics. Um, Can he do it back-to-back seasons and just absolutely mashing? I kind of like him for a back-to-back MVP vote. Mm -hmm. I haven't hit that yet, but I kind of like it. And again, all those metrics that we talked about that we looked at last night, with percentage, under 20. Barrel over fifteen, hard hit over fifty five percent. He's fourth in baseball, and the guy just makes contact. They don't all have to be home runs. He just to win the home run leader bet. Obviously, they do, but he hits three eighteen. They don't all have to be home runs, and he can still win the home run leader. But less than a sixteen point percent K rate. Like he just goes up there and he makes contact, and so much of it is hard contact, Joe. That at twenty to one. That's not it, too short it, for me.
1: If I have to make a sub 20 to one bet. Hmm, yeah. Cunha's not bad. I'll take the the guy that is 0. 0.1 ahead of him in hard hit rate. Juan Soto with that short right field porch. Yeah. My yeah. God, he's going to rack up a ton of home runs in the Bronx. He's 14 to one. Um, yeah. I'm not going to make the bet, but that's the short number. Short name and number I would take a look at. You want want Judge at four or Soto at 14?
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. One name. Absolutely. One name we have not mentioned yet who, again, pops in more of these metrics, like some of these more than others, Devers. There's a 50, it looks like.
1: Yeah.
2: I'd rather go with a different Red Sox.
1: Which one?
0: Yeah.
2: 200 to one. It's still out there. Tristan Casas
0: oh you love that guy oh wow he,
2: he's hit, not he hit 15 be in the, the whole run leader. <laughs> he hit 15 in the second half in 54 games his entire second half as a whole 317 417 617 slash line he's top 10 in exit velocity and expected slugging and barrel rate and hard hit rate he pops in most of these metrics I mean okay. f- 15 home runs in 54 games in that park with Devers protecting him I- with story possibly protecting him too i don't hate the spot and the price too it's a price play 200 to one it's A
3: price yeah yeah yeah. S- s- sustainability is not a part of the factor there i don't think it's just pray to god that he has two or three huge months and holds on from there or it pops late that's a good call two minute drill burger. on the way we'll talk hoops <laughs> we will not burger cast is
0: 2024 that's all i was Burger's
3: gonna say. <laughs> Both college and NBA hoops on the way. Lightning bets before we wrap up as well on BetQL Daily. Lightning bets before we wrap up here on BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM. Aaron off today. Joe and Chris with you live coast to coast on the BetQL network. You hear that music, you hear the clock. That means Paul Aspen has got the two minute drill for us. Focused on hoops tonight. And we had some crazy finishes, both college and NBA variety last night. So we'll look at both of those boards. Paul, where do we start?
0: Let's start with college. Uh, Marquee game tonight between Auburn and Tennessee. Auburn at Tennessee, a little bit of a heavy number. Auburn plus six and a half at the Vols, total of 151 and a half. Joe, we'll start with you. Favorite angle in this game.
1: Oh, man. I know a lot of people like Tennessee in this matchup. They figure it's a great spot play. Isaac Trotter was saying uh, was it yesterday, last time we spoke with him, a couple yesterday, days ago, yeah. yeah, he loves Tennessee in this spot. I don't know that he knew that the number was going to be six and a half since we didn't find that out until late last night. Uh, that seems pretty heavy. This thing should be closer to a field goal. I can't lay six and a half, guys. If I'm making a play in this game, I've got to take the six and a half points with Auburn. I, I get liking the Vols, but we are at a point where we're few possessions. Really? No, that, that, that's too much. That's too much.
3: I, I've got to take Auburn in this spot. So I, I just look at Tennessee at home as favorites over the course of the conference season. Um, they covered 10 and a half against A&M. Congratulations. They covered, Uh, 20 against Vanderbilt. Again, congratulations. 13 and a half against LSU. You got to go back to last month. uh, South Carolina, it was 14 points. They won by four. Um, uh, 10 days before that, they did cover a five spot against Bama and in a big way. They trounced the tide by 20. Um, They covered Florida at home in a big way to the tune of nine and a half. Uh, They covered Mississippi at home. As double digit favorites as well. Six and a half is a a lot. It's more than I'm normally comfortable with against a team like Auburn. But uh, I think I'm a big dummy and I do it just based on Tennessee and their track record at home this year.
0: All right, moving on. We'll go to the Big East. We'll actually do this one. What are you doing, Paul?
1: Let me ask you about that. What are you doing in Auburn
0: or nothing? Auburn or nothing. Yeah. Like, like yeah. I, I said it this in one of the breaks. I'm like, I want to play Baylor against TCU on the road. I want to play Kentucky against Miss State on the road. And so now I'm going to play Auburn against Tennessee on the road, and I'm going to lose by 15. But it's Auburn or nothing for me.
1: Yeah, with you.
0: Um Moving to the Big East, another longer number. Seton Hall plus eight and a half against whatever this Creighton team is. I don't know. You beat UConn by 20. You lose the St. John's by 20. You got Marquette next, so it's a little bit of a look-ahead spot. Seton Hall plus eight and a half at Creighton. Creighton is at home. Total of 144 and a half. Whether it's this game or kind of bigger picture, thoughts?
1: Yeah, so what are they? That's a good question. I don't That's t- a yeah. tough team to figure out. Sometimes, yeah, they get up for these big spots and then big-time letdown. So what does that tell us, though? Does it mean they're going to lose? But we've also seen them lose back-to-back games a bunch of times this year, too. So <laughs> I don't know how I right. lay 8.5 with this team. That That's a tough one. Not right. not something that I've circled.
3: Yeah, I, I can't. That's This is uh, much like the Tennessee 6.5 was too much for you guys. Creighton, 8.5 is too much because i have no idea none nobody does get creighton the blue jays they don't know what they are um so there's no way in hell we know what they are no thanks i'm not laying eight and a half
0: and it's not even like a home road thing like they've lost to villanova at home they've lost yeah. to butler at home so yeah all right all right back to the sec Bama Lane six at old miss total 166 and a half. And South Carolina, uh, five and a half point dog at Texas A&M, total of 135 and a and m another team where it's like, man, you get more, you lay more than a couple positions, that, possessions. Like it's a little tricky.
1: Bama defense, brutal. Brutal. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're about to get knocked out of the top 100 in defensive efficiency. 117 last time we saw them on Saturday. Before that, they gave up 93 in a win to Florida. They had overtime, whatever. 93 points <laughs> I mean, over 200 points last two games allowed. This is brutal. Um, but guess what? I'm going to bet on the bounce back. I know the defense is rough and, and we're laying a, a somewhat hefty number of six on the road, but I just look at Bama as one of the top teams and look at what Mississippi is at this point in the year. They've lost five of six. They're one win in that stretch against an awful Missouri team. Fine. I, I'll i take, uh, I'll lay the six with Bama. Defense has got to show up a little bit. Come on, guys.
3: Yeah, I don't know if I trust them to. Um, I'll go yeah. with the other road team in those two SEC matchups that you brought up, Paul. Um, South Carolina, 8-2 and two in their last 10. 6-3 um, on the road, I believe it is, in, in conference, I want to say. Um, so, a and mm, just they're just there, like they're just like, I don't know if there's any more definition of meh in the SEC than AM. They're just there. I don't know if the home court advantage is necessarily a big deal. They're nine and four at home, um, four and nine against the spread at home, though. Uh, yeah, give me South Carolina, uh, give me the five and a half. If it gets to six, even better, but give me the game, in college station.
0: This might be, I mean, this is a bubble game for AM. They've lost four in a row Vandy, mm. Bama, Arkansas, Tennessee. And they are three, right, 352nd mm. in effective field goal percentage, 360th in three point percentage. Man, they are ugh, tough team to watch. Come on, Buzz. All right, let's go to the NBA. Uh, Pacers laying five and a half at the Pelicans. Mavs laying two and a half at the Raptors after a tough loss on the half-court shot last night. Kings uh, plus seven and a half at the Nuggets and Lakers. Crosstown, Staples Center game. uh, Three and a half at the Clippers versus the Clippers at the Clippers, whatever you want to call it. Where do you guys want to start? Anything, any NBA angles that really jump out to you? Mm.
1: The Mavs one is really interesting laying a short number at the Raptors big loss last night. They've got this uh four game road trip and what's happened. They've lost the first two Indy at Indiana. They got smoked over the weekend. And then that happened last night with Strews flying under the radar a little bit though. That, that Luca Kyrie combo, they were awesome last night. That crazy yeah, they, shot they to team. win the game. Yeah. I mean that, that changed the whole storyline. Like nobody's talking about the performance by them last night. Um, seems like a spot where they're going to be all right. I, yeah, it's deflating, but it's a short number and it's Toronto versus what Cleveland and Indiana are able to do offensively. So I, I'd be willing to, to, to lay the two and a half with uh, Dallas there.
3: Yeah. I worry about them. Like the, the mental bounce back, like you said, nobody's talking about Luca and Kyrie. I wonder what those two were feeling like this morning. Like, my God, we tried to drag you guys kicking and screaming to a win, and we still Yuck. somehow lost. Um, I wonder if they get down on on things. And so I think I stay away from Dallas tonight. Um, Cleveland at the Bulls. <laughs> I mean, is that right? Is it five and a half? Is that – is that – really? Uh, I mean, the Cavs have been – on fire for more or less the last two months. Um, the Bulls just got laughed off the court last night. I it's I would usually look at it and say, right, yeah. we're embarrassed. We're prideful. We're going to come out and show it to you. No, they're the Bulls. They don't care. But they're not. They're, they're done. <laughs> they're cooked. Um, so I love Cleveland laying five and a half in Chicago tonight. The Cavs just keep rolling. They needed the buzzer beater, yeah, but, I mean, th- there were moments in that game where it was like, They had had at one point a 13-point lead early. Dallas storms back. Then I think they were down double digits at one point. They get these wild swings in games. They're hitting buzzer beaters, and they just keep riding the wave, man. Um, Give me the Cavs on the road at the Bulls. I also wonder about that New Orleans indie game. I don't think I'm going to touch it, but I think it's going to be an interesting one to watch to see how the Pelicans handle some level of regular success. And they're starting to find some level of regular success but I don't think I want to touch it at all at it's I don't know it's six though I don't five and a half six give me two buckets I'm tempted but Indy could end up running away and hiding late
1: did did you mention King's Nuggets
0: Uh, it's on the it's on here but yeah have no one's really weighed in on it if you want to
1: yeah okay so we're seven and a half Nuggets are favored what how do you handle this okay This is the fourth time that they've played. Nuggets, they get that respect. They should. And they're awesome at home Um, laying this number. Their matchups this year. Kings win 123 to 117. This month, Kings win 135 to 106. Kings win 102 to 98. So here's matchup number four. Kings are up 3-0. Does that make you want to take the seven and a half? Or are you thinking the opposite with the Nuggets, that they're really getting sick of losing to the state? I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here as in conversation with business icons.
3: This show will explore dealmaking across sports, media, and entertainment. I think it makes me want to take the seven and a half. I don't know. Look, I think we just made fun of the bulls and how there's no heart and there's no pride and all this stuff. I think the nuggets are Mm -hmm. the exact opposite of that. A team that doesn't have to prove anything necessarily, but they're still in the battle for the one seed in the Western conference and all that against these up and comers in their, in their own division. So, and they always play like uh, Jokic always plays like everything's on the line more often than not, unless it's the all-star game. Um, (laughs) <laughs> that would lead you to believe that maybe there's some pride, right? That there's like, no, we're not going to uh, get swept by Sacramento. No, no way. Um, maybe Sacramento's actually that good. Maybe Sacramento is just capable of, of pushing Denver to their limits every time they're out there and actually sweeping them. Uh, it sounds crazy, but at the very least, I think it's a close game. It's a tight game. and Seven and a half? Yeah, I think everything pushes me in in the direction of taking the Kings and the points.
0: For Jokic
1: standards, uh, this game, last time they played was two weeks ago. He was awful in that game, like one of the worst games of the year. He was 0 for 6 and 3s, 15, 8, and 5. That's terrible for him. How about you, Paul? What would you rather do in this spot?
0: I was... I think it's... I don't think I'm laying it with Denver. I was actually going to spin it to the playoffs. Like let's say that whether it's three and one or four and zero, like it's not perfectly lined up. Nuggets are three right now. Kings, Kings, right on the verge. This could very much be a three six Nuggets Kings or two seven post playing uh, Nuggets Kings. So like, take what's happened during the season. How does that impact how you're looking at that series? Like, no one thinks the Kings are winning that series, right? But how would you buy it?
3: But maybe we get a good number. Is what
1: is your point, right? Oh, better number than we should.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I think I think in a playoff series, if especially if you're a Nuggets fan, I don't want to say you're rooting for a loss tonight so you get the season sweep, but you're almost hoping for it in a weird way in that, oh, if we do meet these guys in the playoffs, you think that's not going to be posted all over the room? These guys swept us in the regular season. Uh, Sabonis thinks he's Jokic with all the triple dub No, get the hell out of here. We're gonna squash these guys in five. Um, that would be that would be when I think the the Nuggets pride angle really takes root. I don't think it takes takes root in a regular season game on the next to last day of February.
1: And, uh, Fair. Clippers. The team that everybody on the show loves to hate. Lakers. You gotta tonight. take the
0: Lakers tonight. I don't
3: no, I, I can't I can't take the Lakers. <laughs> I yeah. don't want Who's to lining take Lakers. up to take the Lakers?
1: Don't no. make me take no. the Lakers. Yeah. yeah.
3: Don't do it. Don't, don't make, do it. I won't
0: let you do it. Don't make me take the Lakers. Alright. We intervention. Self intervention for the three of us. No Lakers bets tonight.
3: Yes. No Lakers tonight. None.
0: None. Uh One football thing to throw at you. It sounds like Kevin O'Connell at least is really saying he wants Kirk Cousins back. Does that change how you would bet the North, the Vikings, view the Vikings? Obviously still a lot of weapons there.
3: Yeah, because what's the answer if it's not Cousins? Uh, They take a swing on Mayfield or Russ? I mean, what? No. Cousins is at the very least steady and reliable. He's like the 265-hitting shortstop that makes one error a month. He's not going to he, – He's you put plug him in the seven spot every day. He's going to move guys over. He's going to just get things done. He's going to set everybody else up for success. I know the numbers on Cousins are better than that. But the point remains the same. Cousins sets everything else up for success with the Vikings offense. No Cousins. Everything's a question mark, including Justin Jefferson and whether he'll even want to be there. Two sixty-five hitting shortstop—that's elite nowadays, right?
1: It's you get two sixty-five out of that position. <laughs> um, it's news if he says the opposite. If he says, "I don't," yeah, want we're Kirk done. Cousins, yeah, get
0: him out of that here. That would be
1: awesome. If I
2: see that one would...
0: more interception <laughs> in key spot. Steady, reliable—you oh. basically just described Coles. I mean, let's be honest, and Kirk, big Coles guy
1: big goals, guy <laughs> oh my god
3: yeah you know you can show up that and that those Sonoma the polos are gonna be yeah. on yeah. sale Sonoma. for like 25 bucks off. a piece yeah you're gonna get yeah. three or four different colors and bang you're set for the summer the next couple summers probably yeah that's that's reliability right there much like our lightning bets we had a winning record last night let's see if we can do cool. it again tonight lightning bets next right here on betql daily presented by betmgm Aaron off today. Chris Mack, Joe Ostrowski with you here on BeckQL Daily. Uh, Paul Aspen, Jake Hassan, Brian Gurch. Whole team is here. Aaron will be back and trying to keep us in line tomorrow. Or perhaps we'll try to keep Aaron in line. You know how it goes sometimes. Um, tomorrow, sometimes. the workouts, uh, some, <laughs> most of the time, <laughs> the workouts begin at the Combine in Indy. Um, and we'll continue looking at some of those position by position. Uh, building up towards Friday when I imagine we'll talk plenty of quarterbacks going into Saturday night's workouts. Tomorrow, 29 days till opening day. We'll have another baseball market to talk about. We'll have a lot going on. Um, I can guarantee we won't be playing country singer or hockey player again tomorrow, but your feedback may help decide if I will torture everyone with that again sometime soon here on BetQL Daily. I can't wait. I was just saying during the break, Joe. One of my kids is a little older than yours. Another one, same Mm -hmm. age. I cannot wait. Like, I am dreading the day. My daughter will be 15 next month. I am dreading the day she's old enough to drive. So we're just about a year away from that. Um, But I also am going to throw a damn parade because then our lives won't revolve around driving her around from place to place. She's got two softball practices this afternoon, this evening. How's she going to get to the first Wait, one? Wait, two? Are they ending up? Yeah, she's got high school practice this oh, afternoon. teams. And then a travel practice tonight, yeah, which is just batting practice. But, um, yeah. yeah, and it's just, man, when you have another kid and things going on in the afternoon, it's just hell. It's just hell. It's brutal. Oh, I know. I know.
1: My weekend was at a dance competition. But, you know what? <laughs> it was uh you're gonna miss it man and i'm not even the old guy here you're the one with the older child um i get it though like i looked at the calendar tonight the calendar i put it on the calendar didn't you look at the calendar (laughs) oh you didn't know about it well it's been on the calendar for two months (sighs) look forward to it paul look forward to it jay i feel like we're
0: all the same person (laughs) like everyone in this business we're all that person and we all married that person (laughs) <laughs> yep. We're just uh, all at different which I stages. I guess is good. Yeah. yeah. Which yeah. I guess is like good because we would... Free
1: night yeah. once. I guess that's over. over. to
0: O's Tavern. <laughs> yeah. I guess O's we could
1: tap. Do. Yeah, I need You, you know guys that. are saying
2: you can't wait for your kids to drive until... It's, this is speak no, from I experience. Don't. Until until uh they start no. crashing into things or getting crashed into yeah no, uh, no. because Balance. the yeah. children of the hassan household had a couple run are you a terrible driver <laughs> no i'm a great driver me and my youngest sister may have hit the garage a couple times that's not a good driver it was one time for me Dude, my sister hit the garage got... it doesn't <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Joseph. I hit the garage once, and my youngest sister recently hit the garage. She also got she also got in an accident like her first week of having her license. So what are you now.
3: doing that you're hitting the
0: garage? Like the back of the Split. garage, uh, of the, the front door side.
2: So side. the side. <laughs> I was yeah. so at, my at my parents' old house when I still lived at home, and this was like I was 18 or 19. We, they had a three-car garage, and the third spot was, like, very tight. So you had to really, like, be careful about it. And I just was being a little lackadaisical. I was trying to get in too fast, as one does. And, you know, it just Ayo. didn't go great. So sometimes you just scrape the side of the car a little bit. Spent the next couple days repainting yeah. the side of the garage uh, because Papa was not car, very helpful. No, buffed that out. but
0: okay. he was I uh, not done
1: that. The
0: cement that. in the garage needs to be repaired. <laughs> needs to be painted yeah. over. I'll send you. Uh, I'll send
1: you guys a picture of the scrape on the side of my car.
0: Yeah. Um, how recently are we talking here, Joe? <laughs> yeah. Ah, this yeah. your new car?
1: Can, yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. Oh, so, geez, uh, Joe. Some, but I mean, Chris, let's face it. You know, it. like what you were just talking about. Sometimes, no, all the time. You're in a rush, and you're in a hurry. People are talking there. to you, and you're trying to go, and then you're yeah. Uh, I didn't realize I parked this close to the end when I when I pulled in. And then what's what's that strip of plastic on the garage door at the very end? Like you've got the the edge of the door, and then there's like a strip of plastic. Um, it's rock solid, it's frozen track. during the winter. So if you hit it oh, with your the mirror,
3: like flexible, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 It's I know what you're talking about.
1: But in the winter, it's frozen. I yeah. yeah,
2: I think they call it like, the track, yeah. like the the track Mine's for the got door. No, no, like,
3: no. Not the metal track for the door. There's like a, no. like a, almost like you have Flexible. a thing on the bottom of your front door, like a suite yes. to keep the cold yeah. air out. Okay. The same yeah. thing on the sides of the garage. We're, yeah. We're talking about it gets track out, protector. Yeah. If you hit it, yeah. it, it, yeah, it cracks. Yeah. We're really talking Yeah. I've got like yeah. a bunch of holes on mine from,
1: yeah. from my, my mirror on the other side. <laughs> it's a tight squeeze. Yeah. Also the three car garage, but you know, the third yep. spot is all crap. It's just filled with junk. So, it's, it's not used for parking. but
0: anyway. Man, when our neighbors leave, I stretch that thing out in the middle of the garage. It is so nice. Like, for yeah. like a week or so when they go on vacation.
1: Yeah. Do you have dents on your door? I do because of my daughter when she gets out of my wife's car. Yep. Doesn't care. Boom. Boom. Oh, no. I'm
0: like, really? Oh, that was, yeah,
2: that, that was not happening in the Hassan household. So no. You dink the
0: door, you're hearing about it. Yeah, I'm it, not related it, to it, this yeah. day. About it. So, I'm not i'm not trying to it. ding their doors yeah
3: yeah you can't you can't do that to the neighbor's door i had an old right. car that it literally looked like there were gunshots in this in the in the side of the car because my ki- kids had dinged the door what? so often and that's See, what it had- I, the, the new car a couple of years ago I was like no this is not happening you are old I enough feel like you this- know how to open a damn car door Exactly.
0: I feel like Mr. Hassan and Mr. Aspen might be similar. Like they get a new car and oh. when they when they go to like a parking lot, they park in the furthest spot. No, away that's from my mom. Uh, okay, my mom does that's that. That's my today. wife. She's had her car for a while. She does that. That's my
1: wife now. She got a car a couple months ago. She's at the back corner. Like we can't go to Target without walking a half a mile to get into the place. <laughs> like seriously, why are you in the back corner?
2: my mom does that now and she's had her car
1: for years it's not new anymore oh yeah my wife did it with their old car i'm like really you're you have the worst one in the lot what what are you doing (laughs) she picked it up from her father get out of! it's so annoying i I don't I always make fun of her like you look like you're at Potbelly's. You're not at the gym because you had to walk. Okay, half miles to first of all, it's
0: Potbelly, right? Whatever. That's so Chicago. Whatever. So Chicago. Oh,
1: sorry. Yeah, the guy that's lived here a decade, he still doesn't like the Chicago. The guy who
2: stuff. still doesn't know the roads. Yeah, the, the highways. The Kennedy, <laughs> the Eisenhower, the Jane Byrne interchange.
0: Yeah, it's like, all I kind hate of the same.
1: Place. Wait, it is. It is Potbelly.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I, I was yeah, saw those Potbelly's. Right? Yeah. So is is that unnecessary pluralization? Cause I don't yeah, think that's jewels. a Chicago thing. That's it. That's an Upper Midwest thing. That's okay. like that's, see, see, pop see, pop that happens I here the, all the time. People don't go to Aldi; they go to Aldis. Like, okay. yeah, abs, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. that's a big hit. Yeah, yeah. Chicago
0: the yeah. capital of the Upper Midwest, so yeah. uh, yeah. interested yeah. yeah,
3: yeah. All right. Yeah, you're right. It
1: is popular. Lightning, already. I didn't know this. Like, <laughs> <See>? I knew <laughs> Jewel was Jewel. here for you. I knew the, the jewels. is like a joke. Like, yeah, I think people lean into that. It's a bit. Yeah, no clue. All right, um, what do you got? On on a heater, time to mess it up. I'm going to mix in some college. I'm an idiot. Let's go Bama minus six at Ole Miss. Uh, we're going to take the, the Mavs bouncing back at Toronto tonight. Uh, I hope everyone's playing. It's uh, minus two and a half at Toronto, and you guys talked me into it. It's too many. It's too many. Uh, I will take the Kings getting seven and a half against the Nuggets. They have not lost to the Nuggets this year, fourth matchup of the season.
3: I like it. Uh, I got one each. I got a college NBA. Well, two NBA. And yes, a hockey. Let's start there. Um, Shastarkin not a country singer. Definitely a goalie. <laughs> and the Rangers definitely had their lengthy winning streak busted by the Blue Jackets in Columbus a couple nights ago. They get them in the garden tonight. They're going to handle business. Rangers on the puck line at minus 105, hand, uh, handing Columbus uh, a, a goal and a half. I'll take that. Um, South Carolina, I really like that. Getting five at a and A&M is as mid mech whatever, as they come in the SEC. So give me the Gamecocks plus five. And NBA, I'm with you on the Kings. Uh, seven and a half is too much. And give me the Cavs, uh, just laying five at Chicago. The Bulls, not even good enough to be mid or mech. They're the Bulls. Paul?
0: Only the bulls. Uh if we really want to go next level with country singer or hockey player, we could do like Russian pop singer or like country star or, like European like contestant or hockey player. And then you get like like then you get like the Russian names, the Canadian names, the different you know, all these different names really mix it up. And the banjo. This picked song legitimate by the
1: way. players. He picked legit oh. players, and I embarrassed myself once again on yeah, the show. Same.
0: It's not uh, NHL 96 anymore. There. That was a no. heyday. I would have had it crushed. Yeah. Uh, by the way, Boy, ESPN, that ESPN
1: contract is really going to help the NHL. Yeah. <laughs> I, I
0: like, love that that banjo riff is called Banjo Diddy, by the way. Could have named it any better myself. All right, I'll do it. it is. This is dumb, but there's actually a seven out there on Auburn, so I will take it, and I will hate myself in the morning, but that just seems like a lot uh, for Tennessee. Uh, A couple golf bets, Lowry, 45, Ben-On at 30, first-round leader for him, 45, and Sammy Valamaki, the Finn, at 130. Our explanations are in our golf segment. Yeah. So go listen to the podcast. I just pulled up
1: the top 40 country singles. Number two was one of the names that he
3: mentioned. Yeah. Yeah, I told you. These weren't obscure people. (laughs) (laughs) These were ice-time leaders in the NHL. And in number three, country artists. Yeah.
0: Was this Riley or Cody or? Riley, Cody Jim? Johnson Cody. was
3: two. Kane Brown
0: yeah. is three. Yeah. Kane Brown. So, really, you guys just had to do like literally
2: any amount of paying attention in the last <laughs> month or so, and you would have had right it. My
0: algorithms yeah. on social media are not curtailed yeah, to yeah, hockey fair. and country. Fair. Unfortunately. Well,
1: we know what they
3: are. Barbecue sauce. <laughs> I I will also be laying the two and
2: a half with the Mavs. I'm also going to do a two pick parlay. College baseball: TCU and Vandy on the money line. They're both huge favorites, but parlay them together. It's minus one ten. I like them both. TCU eight and zero. They're at home, and Vandy got back on track yesterday, so I like to
0: back them. How did college go uh, yesterday? Two one. Right, okay. But oh, will because he's boycotting. I'm, uh,
3: no, I'm going to tail the parlay because I'm an idiot. Oh, great.
2: Awesome. So, right.
3: Over. Let me fade that. It's what gone. were they? That'll lose. Uh, we'll all be back again together tomorrow for Brian Gurch on the video. Jake Hassan on the board. Paul Aspen for producing. For Aaron Hawksworth, who will be back tomorrow. Joe Ostrowski. I'm Chris Mack. This has been Beck Daily.